0: What do you things, here
1: No, I'm playing Robbie and Tic Tac, too. I guess you don't like basketball.
0: <laughs> Can you stop playing games? Why? Because my eyes are about to shut.
1: Well, lift them up.
0: To Fine Wine and Evil Spirits A husband and wife podcast Where we bicker about the weird And spooky While sipping on booze Stop
1: talking about me
0: what? <laughs> I'm not saying that you're weird and spooky I'm saying that the stuff that we're talking about Is weird and spooky Does that like less personal?
1: I don't want to talk about
0: it Are you alright? Are you emotionally stable To go on? Sure all right. So I'm Sarah. I'm Kevin. And tonight we are traveling with quotes to Oregon. Ooh. Um. So I can't I, say words. You say that. I want some.
1: Day. I want some hazelnut. You say. <laughs> going to Oregon.
0: Listen. Fill my you,
1: bucket up.
0: Stop. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about right now. It's all in your head. <laughs> That's all right. Um, Today we are traveling to Oregon, and I looked up the pronunciation of Oregon because when I was doing research, uh, a lot of people from the state were complaining that the people out of state were pronouncing it wrong.
1: How were they saying
0: it? They were saying Oregon or origin. Origin. Yeah, wrong. What's the origin of Oregon? No. And I may say a lot wrong in this episode, but at least I say the state right, you know? Um,
1: give it the old college try. Hoorah.
0: Is that like a military thing, the hoorah? No. Or is it hoorah?
1: What no, is the que- difference
0: between the hoorah and the hoorah?
1: No, I'm questioning myself. I'm saying it right.
0: <laughs> Don't say anything. Um, so at the moment. That's hard for me. <laughs> At the moment, we are drinking Stone and Key Cellars Dry Muscat. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's what I'm saying. Um, It's smooth and it's fruity and it's delicious, as the label says. Light yellow in color with distinct notes of white peach and apricot in the aroma. So you
1: can taste the apricot.
0: Yeah, you can taste like it's fruity. You can taste it. Yeah. Um, Continue peach and apricot on the palate with touches of candied lemon. Can you taste mm-hmm. the lemon? I do taste like a sweetness to it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, We're also drinking Techno IPA from Free Will it's, Brewing. It's, it's techno Don't right. you? <laughs> um, I really like it. It's a smooth uh, India pale ale and I really want to go to Peddler's Village and get their beers on tap. On tap? on tap um i don't know but i feel like everything on tap just tastes better
1: yeah i think it does have a um i don't know i just
0: like think it's smoother that, like yeah
1: it goes down smoother i think too. it's
0: like a fresh taste it's fresh so fresh and
1: so clean mm. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so our like first, random <laughs> yeah our first story is and i probably am saying this wrong but at least I got the state right, We, right? we
1: know. You keep saying that. Okay. Uh,
0: no, I feel like what? this is like an ongoing issue.
1: <clears throat> Ew. Sorry, I went down wrong.
0: I feel like this is an ongoing issue where I just say words wrong.
1: I think you're doing great.
0: Well, you think I'm doing great because you probably say the words the same way I say the words.
1: I probably say them worse.
0: Maybe. Oh, like yesterday when you said that the whale is dry instead of the well.
1: <laughs> the whale is beached.
0: No. The, the um, what is it called? The saying is the well is dry. Meaning, because, like, if a well is not dry, then it's good.
1: But tomato, it's, tomato.
0: No, it's not tomato, tomato. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so anyway, our first story is Dark Magic at the Mel... Melhair Butte. I do not know if I'm saying that right. I don't think that I am. Melhair Butte. Melhair. Mel Butte. I'm here for you. To me it says but, but I'm just assuming that's wrong because my eyes are saying but. So I'm gonna go with Butte. Kay. Um it is located in Ontario, Oregon. Oregon. Oregon? Now I'm scared that I'm saying it wrong.
1: State of the hazelnut.
0: State of the give me a shot with a hazelnut. Um, if you don't know about it, it appears to be a massive hill, but it's actually an inactive volcano that dates back thousands of years and has been haunted by stories of dark activity ever since.
1: Yeah, apparently, um, there's a lot of hauntings in um,
0: Oregon. Oregon,
1: yeah. I was looking that up, like the state and stuff, and uh, it says like it's like one of the most haunted. States. Yeah. Well, when I was by every state probably like you look it up, they'll probably say like almost the same thing about almost every state probably.
0: Well, when I was looking up stuff, I was a, I was shocked by the weirdness of it all.
1: Right. What? Why do you think it's weird? Well, because of the a stories of open, that we're gonna tell. It's a lot of open land. Not really.
0: I don't, know. don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. The Malhar Butte, and I—I I probably said that a different way than last time I said it. Um, it was once a volcano, but has, uh, became known as a dwelling for ancient spirits, a realm of magic, and despite the inactivity of the actual volcano, the stories and mysteries are booming with life. Hmm. The most popular telling of the volcano is that it was a meeting place for witches to complete their dark rituals due to belief that the site and Snake River were a nexus.
1: Snake River?
0: Yeah. Um, That they were some kind of connection point for mystical energy. Hmm. Um, a sephag... A specific a significant amount Got a bit of lips. Yeah, a significant amount of travelers have gone missing from the area and many believe that the witches were used or used them for their rituals and sinister purposes.
1: I know what mountain I'm not going to? Yeah. Witches and missing I'm not going people. To any
0: <laughs> you catch me on a mountain, you catch me in the wrong spot. Um one report claimed That there was a gathering of hundreds of witches on the base of the volcano where human sacrifices took place. These sightings are still going on in recent times. And a a book called Ghost Hunting Oregon by Donna Stewart has a story from a local individual that goes... I've heard about the witches since I was a boy, and I was always told not to go to the Butte after dark. So, of course, I did. Can't say I'm positive I saw witches, but more than once I've seen robes. Long robes that flap in the wind more than one. Sometimes women are laughing, but not in a funny way. More of a kind of serious laugh. I don't know. I know that each time I left pretty fast. I think that witches, either ghosts or. Either ghosts of witches or living witches, I don't have the intention to interrupt them either. So, what is a serious laugh? Oh, I
1: was not. (laughs) That
0: wasn't like a serious laugh that was. Like a witch laugh? Like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about witches. How about. Is there any. Wizards,
0: right? Wizards. Oh, okay. All of a sudden, you want to switch over to the male form of the laugh.
1: Well, all I hear is of witches. I was just, maybe they're, you know, it's like a family thing. They all like vacation together.
0: I think it just sounds sexist, to be honest.
1: Wow. No, we're not going to go there on the podcast. <laughs> Calm down.
0: So, anyway. Um, taking another
1: sip of that Um
0: <laughs> Of course, there would be another tale from someone who, like, was told stories as a child right and you know you kind of take those stories and develop an imagination um sometimes real life is difficult to separate from what you've heard right. um when i was a kid i vividly remember being in a car crash and seeing a school bus like hit the car i told my mom about it one time and she said that i wasn't in the car i wasn't even born she got into an accident while my cousin was in the car And I must have heard the story, had a dream, and stored it in my own memory. But as a side note, I confirmed with my mom. And she said that it was a construction vehicle, not a school bus. And my cousin and my brother were in the car. I wasn't there. So it's possible that this guy heard the story, had a dream, and somehow made it into his own memory. Or he could have been excited about, like, being in the book. And... You know, kind of elaborated a little bit. Or he could have been telling the truth. Who knows? Um, so, witches aren't the only inhabitants of the volcano. Um, people have also said that they have seen shadow people, uh the, sometimes the size of a dog, the, they what?
1: Dart the size of a dog? Like, like, what, like a small shadow dog? Shadow
0: people. I don't know. They just said the size of a Full dog. size
1: dog. I'd be really scared. It's a little dog. I mean... Like,
0: eh. Well, regardless, they dart behind the rocks and sometimes chase people away. The figures appear to be a humanoid shape for the most part, but they have thin, scrawny limbs and oversized heads and elongated faces, and they have a tendency to howl or scream.
1: That was a lot of motion right there.
0: I know. I was trying to act it out so you knew like what I was talking about.
1: Yeah, if I they could see what you just did right there. That was like a picture <laughs> you were painting with your hands. And
0: <laughs> well, anyway, um, the appearance to me sounds like aliens, like the long face and the thin arms. Yeah. Right.
1: It does sound like an alien-ish type thing.
0: Yeah. Well, in 2010... There but this was...
1: is shadow people, right? Like um...
0: That's what they say. Right. It doesn't say aliens, but it, to me it sounds like aliens. Um, in 2010, there was an individual who was camping with a group of people in the area and heard something around the camp at night, like when they were all asleep. Right. So the group thought that it was animals and they weren't too concerned, which I feel like I would be concerned because... What if it was a bear or something, or a lion and not a lion, like a mountain lion, not a lion.
1: A lion. mount. Well, yeah, I guess maybe.
0: I don't know. That's like. wolverine. A
1: wolverine. Should,
0: a wolverine? Yeah,
1: aren't they in um, uh, uh, Oregon? I don't know. That's wolverine. your job
0: to find out all the. Animals. I think
1: they are actually. Here, I'll look it up real quick. I think they are. Don't
0: look it up real quick. Just them my
1: memory. Listen. So know.
0: anyway, when they woke in the area, all right. yeah. um. And when they awoke in the morning, the camping equipment had been neatly organized. Hmm. How
1: nice, right? Yeah,
0: right. Um, I would love for my kids to be...
1: Neatly organized? Yeah.
0: (laughs) The next night, they heard the same sounds, but this time the witness looked out and said, something scurried through the campsite. I thought it was a raccoon or something. But it stopped and turned to look at me. Its face was humanoid, glowing eyes. And it stopped in its tracks as soon as I came out. It looked at me and I could see that it had a face. Sort of like a person, but with certain dog-like features. And of course, those glowing eyes. Then I became aware that there were more of them. And that there were, that they were circling the camp. It was very obvious to me at the time what had messed with our camp the night before. Again, I don't really see what the problem was. Um, They help, basically helped them clean up the, the camping equipment. If little humanoid things decided to come over and clean up everything that the kids messed up, we would be like best friends forever. BFFs? BFFs. And stuff? Um. Anyway, uh, the campers left and never came back then, um, and never came back.
1: I'd be weirded out though. I mean, you wake up and everything and no one that you were camping with did that. It was just like, oh. All...
0: Yeah, but they left the next day. Wouldn't you want to leave as soon as possible?
1: Well, no. Not in the dark. I wouldn't travel in the dark. Really? Yeah, you stay where I would yeah,
0: sleep. I'd be dead the next day. I'd be like, bleh.
1: You'd be alert.
0: I would not be alert
1: super alert
0: so we've touched on go so go
1: gadget alert
0: we go go gadget you whatever what if your
1: butt. You right now you'd be super alert
0: we've touched on witches and shadow people or weird impish beings whatever they may be uh so now let's let's head on over to ghosts at the 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 volcano um volcano yeah it was a volcano or it is a volcano a man has claimed I went west with my wife and daughter and friend of hers to the most haunted places places in west eastern Oregon. Dude, I can't talk tonight. I You're can't even open my eye. Uh, one place we went was the Malherne Butte in Oregon. Uh found in the Shadowlands Index. It was about 10.30 p.m., all dark on a hill at the base of this retired volcano. When I saw a white cloud go by the base of the mountain going west, all I had was a digital voice recorder. My daughter had the digital camera and was taking pictures out the open window that was facing west. They were too afraid to get out of the car. A couple of minutes after I saw the white cloud race by, my daughter caught a picture of what I believe to be a ghost of maybe a man. It was a shadow figure. She, told, she called me to the car and showed me what she had captured. After seeing the picture, I went back outside with the digital recorder. I asked if he had been killed and there was no answer. I asked if um, there were a lot of witches' rituals going on around here in the past were you sacrificed immediately afterwards i caught a nope on the digital recorder and i did not hear with my own ears it was plain as day and a male voice i was out in the desert with three females i was the only male and it was not my voice so my point is i am now convinced that there are truly ghosts so he believes that he caught a ghost on the camera or on the speaker
1: That's interesting. Um, were there pictures of any of that? (laughs) No pictures. But, how would you get a picture of a ghost? Well, they said it was shadows, right?
0: Yeah, shadow figures.
1: So it couldn't have been a ghost. Ghosts don't have shadows. That's what they say, you know? So it would have to be...
0: Well, a ghost, you think it's kind of like a shadow. So a shadow can't have a shadow, can it?
1: Shadow people have shadows.
0: How do you know? Have you seen a shadow person? I haven't seen anything. Alright. Well, then don't. See, every time he leaves the living room, like, dark and stuff, I see, like... Shadows. Shadows. And it's creepy. I don't like it. So, despite the theories of why activity occurs around the inactive volcano... Uh including the composition of rocks and snake river nearby. You just said I said rocks, rocks and scene. Oh my god.
1: Sorry. <laughs> this there, is, is, <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is no known explanation for all the sightings and occurrences. Do you think it's like true? Do you think witches and stuff are there?
1: Uh you know, uh who am I to really say? But I'm sure there probably are people that go there.
0: All right, so we're gonna move on to the Wallowa Lake Monster. The Wallowa Lake Monster is known as Wally, which brings its creep factor down a bit <laughs> few notches. <laughs> Wally, I think um, of a
1: robot when I think of Wally.
0: I used to work with a Wally. Wally, really? Yeah. Nice. Is a nerd and not. That I don't like nerds, I'm just saying.
1: She doesn't like nerds. Ooh.
0: I like you, don't I? Ooh. Oh, sh- <laughs> but anyway, the name Wally brings its creep factor down a few notches. Uh, Wally inhabits Wallowa Lake uh, in Oregon and has been described as 8 to 20 feet in length.
1: Wow, that's big.
0: That's a huge difference.
1: Yeah.
0: So, 8 feet. And then twenty feet, it's like a normal ceiling versus like a cathedral ceiling. That's pretty big. Which reminds me, yeah, which reminds me that there's an open house that I would like to go to tomorrow.
1: What to see, um, Wally?
0: No, the house. Uh, Anyway.
1: (laughs) Anyway, Wally's gonna be there, guys.
0: There is a local legend from the Nez Pierce tribe, which I'm not sure if I'm saying that wrong, right, wrong, wrong, wrong. Right. Don't know. Um, the Nez Pierce and Blackfeet tribes, um, were at war, and the daughter of the Nez Pierce chief fell in love with the son of the Blackfoot chief. Fun fact: My mom tells me that I belong. The Blackfoot tribe. I don't know if she said that because when I was young, I used to always like go barefoot. You know, like, and my feet were always. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: it's probably like a joke. You know, like. I don't
0: know. Anyway, the young couple took to a canoe um, onto the lake, and when the tribes realized what had happened, they went after them. But the monster came out of the lake, attacking and killing them all. To this day, the Nez Perce per- do not venture out onto the lake.
1: So the Loch Ness monster came out of the lake and started. It's not a
0: Loch Ness monster, it's Wally. Wally the,
1: Wallowa monster. the
0: Wallowa Lake monster.
1: The Wallowa Lake monster came out of the lake and killed. It. How many? Oh, you said a tribe?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if the whole tribe was out there. Obviously, the whole tribe wasn't out there or else they wouldn't be able to tell the story.
1: Or they got away. Some got away.
0: I wonder if they fish up the lake, though, is it strictly off limits? Or I what
1: the Loch Ness Monster eats. It's
0: not the Loch Ness Monster. It is Wally, the Walla Walla Lake
1: Monster. <laughs> no, Can what does sp- Wally eat? I'm concerned about
0: fish.
1: fish and people. And uh,
0: people, clearly. <laughs> um, An article. I'm not
1: going to that lake.
0: Would <laughs> you and we are only halfway through this episode and you are making this very difficult. Um,
1: Stop and go like traffic lights.
0: <laughs> an article in the Walla Walla local newspaper had an article explaining the encounter of a local resident. Right. It said, A prospector who refuses to give his name to the public was coming down from the south end of the lake on the last Friday evening and he in a... In a In a skill, shortly after dusk. I don't know what that means. In a skill. Say it again? In a skill. In a skill. Maybe I wrote that wrong. I don't know if I did. Anyway, he was about midway of the lake when he saw an animal about 50 yards to the right of the boat rear its head up and neck out of the water 10 or 12 feet, but upon seeing him, it immediately (laughs) dived. Dived? Dove?
1: Dove?
0: I don't know. The he, monster or the person? The monster. Kevin, come on. Stick with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in too deep right now. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: so, the person, not the monster, ceased rowing and gazed around in astonishment for the apparition for which he had seen when it raised a About the same distance to the left This time giving a low bellow Something like that of a cow
1: No one can see that right now I know
0: (laughs) For the record I'm making movements that Kevin can see But nobody else can Um, It is also It also brought its body to the surface Which the prospector Believes was 100 feet in length Get out of here prospector Get out of here
1: this guy's measurements off
0: yeah he clearly wasn't like <laughs> but if he like did I problem.
1: mean that would be I mean if it wasn't off that, that's huge huge huge
0: that's like what four school buses
1: that's like huge
0: okay anyway <laughs> um the monster glided along in sight for several hundred yards it was too dark to see the animal distinctly but it seems to have a large flat head something like that of a hippo and its neck which is about ten feet in length um that was around like a man's body size. Right. So like the length of his neck was the size of a man. Bullshit.
1: Holy cow. You That's,
0: can't the okay.
1: average man like
0: it doesn't five, matter.
1: what's the average. Nine
0: it wasn't it doesn't even matter if it is a short person, five Kevin. Nine. This is ridiculous.
1: That's and a big old neck. That's like that, a long neck. Like how can neck. something
0: hide without being seen multiple times? You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. We have a child awake.
1: Oh, no. Child alert. Child alert.
0: Fine. Sorry about that brief intermission. Our five-year-old woke up. I can't believe he's five already, by the way. He's
1: getting so big.
0: Um, so anyway, uh, Native Americans have claimed that there is a big sea cow on the lake. One, in fact, that swallowed a warrior and his bride while they were in a canoe on the lake, but no one knows but, uh, no one that knows the lore actually goes like, on the lake. They're too afraid. Um, other than Other sightings include the 1932 uh, incident where there were two residents who saw the lake monster and said it was longer than their 11-foot boat. Um, Between 1947 to 1983, a woman named Irene Wiggins said that that she saw a creature numerous times in those 38 years, stating that the monster's head was was a big black thing like a hog's head and weighed hundreds of pounds how she knew that it weighed hundreds of pounds i will never know because she didn't hold it
1: well i mean i guess looking at something she just saw it well i mean if it's massive
0: i honestly like if i saw a i wouldn't say oh it weighs hundreds of pounds i would just be like oh it's just huge i wouldn't put a weight on it no how dare she <laughs> How dare she put a weight on it? Anyway, in 19... Are you 19- upset
1: because she was calling it fat or something?
0: Like, Kevin, she said it was hundreds of pounds. How would you feel if someone said that you were hundreds of pounds? Uh, well,
1: I wouldn't feel, I don't know. I wouldn't feel any kind of way.
0: Well, maybe it's different for a man. In, the, uh, in 1953, people... You know what people- they
1: say about opinions, right?
0: Yeah, yeah they're like assholes. like you. Ooh.
1: Ooh! I was going to say everybody got one, but all right. <laughs> In
0: 1953, people saw two monsters eating fish. The first one was 16 feet long, and the other was 8 feet long. In 1978, a couple said that they saw a creature two times. First, there was a three-hump protrusion that broke through the surface on the lake. The second time, they saw a snake-like creature about 20 feet long, uh, and they saw the creature circle an area of the lake several for, for several minutes. In 1981, two men spotted the monster as well. The lake is said to be 270 feet deep, so it's possible that something could be lurking underneath. So, look at the lake. Look at the picture. Mm-hmm.
1: Say something. I mean, it does look pretty spacious. I mean, but you said, how how big was it again? A hundred feet?
0: Somebody said
1: that. I don't know if it was like, I don't know if that lake would be big enough it's to so clear, have a though. creature like that. Yeah, no, and it, and it is pretty clear. I don't know, maybe. I want to go there. I want to see it. Kind of a little little far fetched,
0: maybe. I don't know,
1: maybe with the size at least.
0: Maybe. Um, so our latest story is The Accused Witch of Lafayette. There's a curse on Lafayette, Oregon, or is there? Maybe the question is, is there more than one curse? Um, so in 19, I mean, 1886. There is a gypsy curse in which a woman woman, with the help of her son, killed her boyfriend. Did they really have boyfriends in like eighteen eighty six though?
1: I guess so, right.
0: I feel like that's a weird thing to have. Like I can
1: Like it's well over a hundred years plus?
0: Like dating in eighteen eighty six, I wonder what that was like. <laughs> there was no there was no
1: 30. Yeah. Nope.
0: I don't know. I don't even know what dating in two thousand nineteen is like. I'm so old. Anyway, the son was hanged and the mother cursed the town, shouting that the town would burn down three times. In the second story is The Witch's Curse, which began in the 1800s, when a woman was accused of witchcraft and hanged for crimes that she supposedly committed. Before her death, she placed a curse on the town, saying that it would burn down three times. Which... With kind of what was said in the last one. Right. Um, so the town actually has burnt down to the ground. Um, and it is said that her ghost roams the cemetery. But So here's some factual evidence behind all of this. Oh,
1: There's a picture.
0: Yeah. There was a man named Richard Marple. That's not Richard Marple, by the way. Um, who moved to Lafayette from Corvallis in 1885 with his mother Anna Marple and his wife Julia. Richard wasn't able to find a job, even though there were opportunities, so he began stealing and suspected of robberies, which I'm sure he committed. Um, Anna, Robert, Robert Richard's mother got together with a man named David Corker, which is a hilarious name, I feel like, Um he was a shop owner within the town, and on November first in eighteen eighty six David Corker was murdered. Wow. He had been hacked with an axe mm. and his store had been ransacked.
1: They really had to ransack the store though
0: but doesn't that sound like the beginning of like an M&M rap rap? He'd been hacked with an axe and the sword ransacked. We can, we go we can do Those the only thing he would say. Yeah,
1: just need a sick beat and we'll, we'll put that on there.
0: So, anyway, really? um, Marple was bought, was brought in for questioning, um, but he said that he had nothing to do with a crime, which, of course, you know. I would say I had nothing to do with the crime, even if I had something to do with the crime, because I wouldn't want to be in trouble.
1: Is this is like a confession.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. <laughs> but he still, like, told the cops or the sheriff, whatever, um, how much he didn't like this quirker guy. Um, so at Marple's home, they found a bloody shirt. A bloody piece of paper and tools that can, could have been used to break into the store. Markwell then claimed that the sheriff's office was trying to plant evidence on him. A likely story. He kept saying that he was innocent and his wife and mother stayed by his side. Saying that he wasn't at the place of the crime at that specific time. But the jury convicted him of murder on April 9th in 1887. His mother was also indicted as an accomplice, but the charges were dropped because there wasn't any evidence. On November 11th in 1887, Marple was executed next mm. to the county jail. Only 30 people viewed the hanging, and when Mar- when the sheriff uh, said that a black hood should be put over Marple's head, he yelled, Murder! May judge. May might may, may judge. May God judge you all. The trapdoor was was released, but his neck didn't snap. And he hung there until the air escaped his lungs and he was strangled to death.
1: Wow. It took
0: 18 minutes. Can you imagine waiting 18 minutes to die? Like, you're in extreme pain. There's nothing that you can do. And you're literally just waiting there to die. There's nothing you can do.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: So, Anna, Marple's mother, protested that the town would burn and never prosper. Her son was buried at Oddfellows Masonic Cemetery in Lafayette. So... Don't worry too much about this guy's innocence, though, because he confessed to another inmate while he was awaiting for his execution, stating that his mother had been a part of it, too.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, So years after Marvel was killed, his mother moved out, and they found a bloody axe in the home while it was being destroyed.
1: So he did do it.
0: He did do it. Um, To set a few things straight, Anna Marple was not a gypsy or a witch. Uh, There have been multiple fires in the town, including 1895, when the fire burned down a general merchandise store, a tin shop, a grocery store, and a doctor's office. In 1897, a post office burned down, a butcher shop, a drug store, and a county store all burned down at the same time. Um, in 1898, there was a fire in a flowering mill. These are
1: really some unsafe places, huh?
0: I, well, let me get to that. <laughs> there was a fire in a flowering mill and an elevator containing 5,000 bushels of wheat that were destroyed. There were other fires. In 1904, it was the most destructive fire that took 16 buildings total. And in 1914, two fires occurred in the same night, but they were suspected to be arson. In 1928, there was another fire, and again, another in 1946. So, this place is just full of fires. Um, but... I don't like that. But, the reason being is that they were all wooden structures. So, they were, like, kind of easy to light up, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess, with the right stuff.
0: So, anyway, like, who knows, you know, if the curse is real... All I know is that you shouldn't be committing murder. But, you know, maybe that's just me. Uh, Well, booze, it looks like it's the bottom of the bottle. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. And please make sure to like us on Facebook and leave a review. Also, follow us on Twitter at FWESpodcast. And Instagram at Fine Wine and Evil Spirits. We also have our website up and running officially. I'm still catching up on past episodes, but if you want to check out our sources to learn more about the stories, go to finewineandevilspirits.com. Also, remember to review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, make sure that you uh, let us know your true feelings, what we're doing right, what you yeah, like about definitely. us. Um, let us know if we're bickering too much.
1: Yep. And if, if you I- don't, we'll haunt you.
0: You know, you didn't let me finish, right?
1: Yeah, I I didn't realize.
0: I was trying to let everyone know that if they had any stories that relate to anything that we've talked about to send us a message and um, with their permission we'll feature the story on an upcoming episode. Um, we also want to thank everybody that's followed us, that supported us um, and we hope that we'll, you'll be back next week because we will.
1: Yeah, and any uh, wine or uh, beer suggestions also um, put in the comments.
0: Especially like within our local PA area. So that way we can support the local um, individuals. And also next week we're doing Brazil because it is our number 10 episode. So we're going outside of the country.
1: Oh, yeah. It's going to get hot.
0: I'm excited. Please don't speak Spanish.